I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. How are you doing, guys? Welcome to the Digger Dad's Pure Shy Podcast. This is me, Ryan. And we've got Shane here as well. And we're doing it from a different location today. Yeah, we're in a um, some sort of a hotel here. Myself and the wife decided that we'd go away for a night. And she's at some uh, work thing, a work function thing. That's why we're away. And um, I gave you a text there and said, would you drive up here? Yeah, you fucking bollocks. It's nearly two hours away. Yeah, no, it's a good drive, though. It's a lovely drive up towards the mountains there, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice, like, but the, the bike, I was near dead. On that bike? Oh, you took the bicycle? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to drive the van. Now the van's in, in for services. All oh, right, okay. So, so what's the name of this place? Uh, Tall Trees. It's not great, is it? Oh, it's fair ordinary now, isn't it? Oh, lad. Like, with you being a celebrity in that now, I thought you'd be in, like, the marionette. The Marriott? Or one of those Hilton's. No, no. God, no. Only if I get them for free, hey. I'd never pay for one of those. Jesus Christ, it's a hotel room, like. It's a bed. Yeah, but look, look at the state of this one. Ah, it's clean, lad. It's clean. It's just, you know, it's got some strange decor. Strange decor, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan now. Because it, it's got, like, a queen-size bed for for the, the full session. And then it's got, like, two single beds as well, in case you change positions in there and you want to sleep in one bed and she wants to sleep in another bed you know it's clever though it is clever I noticed now looking up at the ceiling there there's no smoke alarm no because it's in the drawer so what you sit in the drawer I don't know that's where it is when I come into a hotel I don't know if anyone's the same I will walk through the place and I will look for things what are you looking for nothing I'm just opening up drawers to see what's inside them Oh yeah, I think everyone does that. Walk through the bathroom and have a look in the shower first and then check to see if they've put that sticker on the toilet that they don't even need to put on it. Sanitized for your protection. Yeah, okay. Thank you. No bother. And then, like, 
you'll walk through the bedroom area and you'll check to see how tight the sheet is tucked into the fucking thing. Why did you do that? I, I don't know, lad. I don't know. Jesus Christ, you're roaring and shouting in my ear there, no. Sorry, it, it's it's the new microphone. It, it's the portable microphone. Um, and I'm not used to it, no. Are the levels alright there? It, it, is that better? Lad, you're too, you're too close to it. it. It's not the same as the ones at home. Yeah, I know, it's different. It looks different. It looks like a, a massive, massive diddler. Where, where'd you get that one? I, I got it with a, a gadget I bought a while ago. Yeah, alright. It's a big thing, hey? It's a big one, alright. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, I suppose we'll figure it out as we go. Um, have you any mentions there? Anything you want to say on the podcast in relation to messages we got? I, I do, actually. I do. There's a, a, a family in Dublin there now. They're pure sound. Uh, Dave and Petra and Jess. And there's a few others. They're, they're called Dave, Petra and Jess and a few others. And uh, Jess sent me a message there on Instagram. And she said, just want to say, your podcasts are class. You have me and my dad always pacing in ourselves, laughing in the van. Listen to them. We have almost crashed a couple of times. Is not gas stuff now? Jesus, Jess. Don't be wet in that chair in your dad's good van, eh? My God, that's, that's uncalled for. And Dave, you slow down now. Pull in if you're listening to the podcast, because from a while back, she said these things are dangerous. Don't be driving. Don't be operating heavy machinery. And... If you're worried about urinating, wear a nappy, hey? Wear a nappy. Shout out to Dave, Petra, Jess, and the rest of the kids in that family. I don't know the rest of their names. If if you've told Shane, he hasn't told me. So, shout out to those people. They're class. I'm going to have some pints with them one day, I hope. But yeah. Ah, yeah, D- Dave's a sound lad. Dave's a sound lad. He does be messaging me there all the time on TikTok and, you know, all that sort of stuff. He loves the videos, loves the crack, and, you know, just a gas lad, hey? Gas lad. Lovely family too. They've got a, a an autistic lad there as well, so they they can understand what's going on and they can kinda um get with my videos and stuff, so it's um it's good to have things in common like that with people and that's the power of social media. It brings people together that you'd never even Jesus think would see each other ever. And see them on a screen and suddenly you you kinda feel like you're friends like. I feel like I'm friends with certain people on social media and I think fondly of them and I wish them Nothing but the best. Yeah, yeah, some beautiful sentiments there, no? Come here. You were on 2FM, I heard. Yeah. Bit of a, a shout there from uh, uh, Sarah Jane Foster. She came on and she, she was talking about um, the videos going viral and stuff. And Jess, she was full of compliments with Sarah. I don't know whether Sarah listens to the podcast, but Jess, Sarah couldn't have spoke any higher of me. I, I don't like... It's not that I don't like her. But I wasn't overly gone on the other one. What's your name? Lisa Ball Spaghetti or Spaglanetti. I can't, I don't know what her name is. But um, why didn't you like her? Aye, at the start she was kind of like, so what? He likes things, other people's songs. It's like, Lisa, do you sing? How many songs of your own have you got? Come on to yourself. But yeah, other than that, like, I thought it was pure class. 2FM, lad. That's big. All the people, all the friends texting going, lad! You're on the radio. And I was like, yeah, they mentioned Shane. They, they don't mention me ever. So I hope we can keep this podcast going, eh? Oh, we will. We will for sure, yeah. No bother. And then I Keith Duffy from the Boy Zone. He messaged you as well, didn't he? Oh, he did, yeah. He follows me as well. Oh, he, he follows you? Yeah, yeah. He followed me and then um, I took a screenshot of him following me. And I posted it on my story. And then 
he messaged me back and said, Class vocals, lad. I'm really jealous. And I messaged him back. I said, What do you want about, lad? You've done it all. You're class, you know. Yeah, he was in Coronation Street. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was, yeah. He did, they did a couple of couple of rounds in Coronation Street, yeah. And he did, um, he was obviously in Boy's Own and he was in Love Hate. Yeah, he was the one selling the drugs from the gym. Yeah, that's who he was, yeah, yeah. Sound lad. Jesse seems real nice now. We only had a brief um, interaction, but it's mad to see the certain people coming in and following the stuff and commenting and liking and, yeah, all the blue ticks, all the celebrities. A lot of um, professional fighters have gotten uh, into my stuff. You'll see them there, like Paddy Hoolan and a few other lads there, professional boxers and MMA lads and uh, Keen O'Connor, the jockey, and, you know, just some big lads that you'd be watching on the telly going, Jesus, look at that fella, isn't he doing great? And now... They're looking at me going, Jesus, look at that fella. Isn't he doing great? And fuck, lads, I love it. So, the other evening, like, I watched a documentary. And I was very disappointed that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. But it was very entertaining. And I watched the whole thing and it just got more fascinating as it went on. I thought it was going to be about dogs in there. All right, what was it called? Uh, Doggin. Oh, Doggin. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. So, for those of you who don't know what talking is, I'm going to explain it, you know. Because I was convinced I was going to be watching, like, the Crufts thing. Like, with dogs running around, doing the agility courses and, you know, running through tunnels and that. Turns out that <laughs> Dennis Moriarty was checking out Chevron Maguire's tunnel in the back of a Ford Fiesta. What? <laughs> Who's uh, Dennis Moriarty and Siobhan McGuire? Uh, you, you'd know them if you heard them. <laughs> so what happens is, like, it, it's night time in that. I, I'll set this in, alright? So, it's dark. The moon is out. And the stars are out. Maybe it might be cloudy. Doesn't really matter. Because the action is not actually happening in the sky. It's on the ground. And there'll be a car park in, like, Killeen Forest. Or out to Balnagar Road. Or somewhere in Nice. And the cars are set up in a car park. Uh, spread out. So that they're not all on top of each other. And someone is in each car. Riding. Alright so like you've got. Two or three cars maybe. Spread out in the car park. And then there's just people. Having the sex in it. Yeah yeah. I should look that. That's alright. No one's interfering are they? No. No it gets better. See this is what I'm saying. The documentary. As it went on. It got more interesting. So, Siobhan McGuire, right? Dennis Moriarty, flat out in his car, right? Oversteps, Martin McGuinness and Paddy Casey to have a look. To have a look. Yeah, to have a look inside the car. Ah, go away, lad. I'm telling you. And then they stand there, looking at Siobhan, and I don't know, I, I didn't hear what they were saying. They'd probably say things like, Jesus, Siobhan's sounding well this evening, no Paddy. <laughs> And while they're chatting and giving feedback on how they think she's performing, they're pulling themselves asunder. What, having a wank? Shh, you're not allowed to say that. But yeah, like, Paddy Casey, he's standing there, just pulling the mickey off himself. And do, do you know the way, like, when he has to e- evaporate? Where's he going to do it? I don't fucking know. He does it on, like, the door. The door handle. On the window. What? Shh. 
I tell you, dirty bastard. Right, so, right, okay, right, I heard you. So, Siobhan Maguire and Dennis Moriarty, whoever these people are, are riding in a car. And you've got Martin McGuinness and Paddy Casey, who will step over and have a look into the car. And if they find it appealing, they'll pull themselves asunder and um, get some satisfaction themselves. Yeah. So what's the other cars doing? Sassy thing, you see, because it's a whole event. It's all set up on Facebook. On Gumtree. On Facebook. I imagine so. And like they'll say, dog in session, clean woods, seven o'clock, don't tell your ma. And then the people are set up in the cars and you've got loads of different people, not just Martin McGuinness and Paddy Casey. You've got Derek Jones. He's there as well. I saw Owen Wilson walking around. They're all there. They're all fucking there. And there's different cars. In the different cars are different performers. Performers? Well, they're entertaining, I suppose, aren't they? Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then, like, if, if Paddy Casey turns around to Martin McGuinness and says, Oh, fuck's sake, Siobhan's always in that fucking position. Jesus Christ, flip her over there. Flip her over there, will ya? And she doesn't have a bar of it. She's just loving it as she is. Take it to say, Oh, fuck it, let's go over here. See what's going on in the other car. And over the other car. Isn't it Dolores Matthews? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. <laughs> Who are these people? I tell you, you'll know them if you heard them. <laughs> and, and that's what dogging is. I thought it was fascinating stuff. The, the bravery. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. You'd want to have no sense of shame, no sense of um, whereabouts or any kind of care at all to, to be up to that sort of stuff. Yeah, that, that'd be like a, a fetish, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, sure, if you're into that sort of stuff. Yeah. W- would you do that now? What, like, riding in a car or standing outside and pulling myself asunder? <laughs> Either. No, no, never. I always keep it for uh, confined spaces. Confined spaces? I know, like uh, private spaces. So that only myself and the bowl partner, whoever it is, is um, witnessing the action. Because the the jackhammer is the real deal. And I don't want to give that away to many people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, lad. I, I tell you, some crazy stuff on the televisions. I saw another one recently as well, called Swingers. Oh, Swingers, yeah, I've heard of that. Have you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen documentaries on that too. I find all that stuff fascinating. 
but I'd never partake. I could never, ever, ever partake. But it's just anything, because sex sells, you see, anything to do with sex and, you know, all that dirty stuff that you shouldn't be talking about. If it's being talked about openly, people just run at it because they want to hear what's being said. Because they themselves know that they wouldn't talk like that or they probably wouldn't act like that or they wouldn't participate in these swinger sessions or these dogging sessions. So anything to do with sex and nudity and all this kind of stuff in documentaries, reality shows, all this, like Love Island and all these things. The only reason that they are so popular is because there's the odd bit of writing, therefore the odd bit of drama. And it just, it all sells. It's what the fucking market is absolutely screaming for. And yeah, these swinging documentaries are the funniest thing ever. I know. I watched one now, and it was set in like Marbella, or one of those places in Spain, or Greece, or somewhere. And there was English people, and they set up this whole house called the Swinging Palace or something. And it was a big party, and like, kind of, it kind of started out like a like a first communion party. <laughs> oh God, I don't think it'd be like a first communion party, lad. No, no, but like you know what I mean, like when people come around and walk in, shake hands, and have a drink and all that kind of stuff, and, and it it soon turned into a fucking Anne Summers party, and the likes, because God, there was clothes taken off and there was braziers hanging off chandeliers. Ha! There's a good song lyric. Braziers hanging off chandeliers. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. And just, like, lads riding other lads' wives and that. Alright, okay, so talk us into that. So, do, do you know, um, do you know David Thompson? Yeah. Uh, so, like, say, say his dad and his dad were going round to Philip Green's house to see Philip Green's man there. And when they went around there, they'd have, like, dinner in there and drinks and all that sort of stuff. And then, like, after the chalk ices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, lad. After the chalk ices, Philip Green's dad would say, let's, let's take this party upstairs. And they'd go upstairs. And they'd do, like, the sex and that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Philip Green's man that would, would ride and David Thompson's man that would ride. Yeah, but, like, then they'd swap. All right, so... Yeah, so, like, Philip Green's dad would ride David Thompson's ma and vice versa. And they're all in the same room watching it. David Thompson's dad, do you know him? Oh, yeah. He, he, he'd be messing, like, he'd show over at Philip Green's... Philip Green's dad and go, <laughs> Ain't she good? I've driven her a few times before now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the swinging stuff. Isn't it madness, like, the way people uh, feel they need to, like, uh, push themselves out there and that sort of way in order to have um, the, the desired satisfaction? Yeah, it's a good way of putting it, eh? That, that's exactly what it is. It's They're not getting the satisfaction that they need um, in a normal setting, so they're having to ramp it up and do this crazy stuff in order to get it, hey? Yeah, I know. Like, I'm the type of person now, I reckon, that um, even if someone said, here, two girls say, Ryan, do threesomes, I'd be like, no, I want to put all of my energy and give full traction to just one, because two there, there's more work, like, uh, when a man, excuse me now, people, I'm going to explain this to you, when a man gets erection, his blood goes from his head to his, his mickey and that, so... He's not going to be able to think about how to satisfy two women because 
he's just fused into one, you know, and it wouldn't be fair on that other young lady, and, you know, she'd feel left out, and, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, couldn't bring myself to have threesomes, no. What about you now? Would you do that? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Jesus, good Christ. No, no. For, for a few reasons now, um, again, I'm not into the, the fucking whole threesome thing, I just think there's too much involved. It's not my cup of tea at all. Um, I find um, having relations to be a very intimate thing and a, a one-on-one thing, and you know that's the way I want to keep it. And also, um, I, I I worry enough as it is about <laughs> pleasing one person, let alone having to try and please two. I go alright, like I go alright, but Jesus Christ, you'd be freaking anxiety fused if you had to to give it a go to two people. It's like having to drive two machines at the one time. You know, it's just it'd be tricky. Like you'd probably manage, but it'd be tricky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's um there's an awful lot of stuff like that in the world, crazy stuff. Yeah, sex dolls is a big thing, huh? Sex dolls, yeah, they're they're huge. Are they big yokes? No, no, I mean like they're they're like massive all over the world. Like everybody's looking for them. Jesus, I don't want one. No, neither do I. But there's people that are paying thousands, thousands of dollars for these fucking sex dolls, lad. All right, okay. Have you ever seen one? No, just on Google, like, when I was um, doing research in there. Just had a look, like, you can make your own. You can make your own ones now. You can have them whatever you want. Whatever skin colour. Whatever hair colour. If you want a, a real small one. If you want a real big one. Y- you can decide on how big her ditties are and all that sort of stuff. Jesus, lad. So it's like a Build-A-Bear. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. It's like Build-A-Bear, but then build a sex doll. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy stuff, and then, yeah, you can get ones out that will uh, uh, mechanically function and everything. Alright, it's mechanically function, what do you mean? Uh, like, they, they have grip and stuff with their hands and that. What? Yeah, full hydraulics. Really? Yeah, I've seen them. Where did you find them? Uh, I just, like, saw them online and that. Jeez, I don't know if I trust one of them yokes now. No? No? Could you imagine one does giving you a hand tankering? And then it goes, malfunction. Malfunction. And tear the mickey off it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be an awful way to go out, hey? Oh, that, that'd be dreadful. I, I'd sooner be driven over by a car now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a part of the podcast now where I ask Ryan his five quickfire questions. And he has to give me his quickfire answers. Are you ready? You have questions ready? Yeah, yeah. You ready to go? Yeah, go on. Okay. On a scale of one to ten... How good are you at keeping a secret? I'm the best. To this day, nobody knows I took money out of the church collection. Uh, your favourite childhood TV show? Uh, the Rugrats. What was your last Halloween costume? Uh, me ma threw a bin bag over me and painted me with nail varnish and said, go on, try and get some money there. We need milk. Why can't we tickle ourselves? Uh, because if someone tickles me, I'll break their face and I, I don't want to hit myself. Do you believe in love at first sight? Uh, a biscuit? Yeah. Person? Nah, needs work. <laughs> needs work. <laughs> the Rugrats, now. That was some show as a child. Oh, lad. Loved it. Loved it. Those were some great, great cartoons. When I was growing up. Oh, God. Did, did you watch cartoons in your house? I only wish, lad. I only wish my young flick into cartoons, eh? What does he watch? Oh, just the fucking Jesus YouTube songs. Oh, like Cocomelon and that. Oh, lad. I'm sick of Cocomelon. And the Wiggles. If I ever see them. I'm fighting them. Fighting them all. 
oh lad I'm just over it hey and some of the songs he'll watch like are just so fucked up and even the videos of the songs are just what are you into child I would give anything absolutely anything to be able to sit down with him and watch I don't know like Bob the Builder or something like that or Naughty oh Naughty that was class make way for Naughty Naughty yeah there was so many good um, cartoons when we were growing up oh lad remember Barney before they turned him into a cartoon or the real Barney when he was dressed in the costume yeah when uh, Selena Gomez used to be in it as a child what Selena Gomez the one that used to ride Justin Bieber and she's a singer now she um she used to do the Barney go away yeah she did what that's one of the little kids yeah that's how she became famous from Barney I tell you look it up on Google Alright, I'm going to fucking do it now. You chat away there now while I Google here. Yep, yeah, I, I was absolutely full sure Selena Gomez now was in was in the Barney. Yep, yeah, and then um there was also a Bear in the Big Blue House. Remember that one? That one was good. Just hang on a second, lad, I'm just googling this. Yeah, you you go ahead there, no bother. You just tell me when you're ready whether I'm right or if I'm right. Oh yeah, there she is now. Jesus, you're right. Jesus, she must have been only five or six there. I tell you, that's how she became celebrity, hey? Yeah, just there were some great shows now when we were kids. Proper shows, like Bananas and Pajamas, b- before they turned them into cartoons. Bear in the Big Blue House was good. That's right, you were saying that one, yeah. Do you remember the the song at the end? Yeah, when the moon comes up and he stands out on his flash balcony. Nobody had balconies like that back in the day. And the moon just goes, we're going to sing our goodbye song now. And then they go, Goodbye, goodbye. Class song, lad. Class song. Should have been number one, for sure. And then Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder was lit. Just so good. He bring out some real good songs as well. Big Fish, Little Fish, Cardboard Box. <laughs> That's right. I used to sing that for my lad, actually, and he used to like it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and then we tried watching Bob the Builder, and uh, about two minutes into it, uh, change it, change it, he said. I was like, right, okay. Do you remember watching, like, Dexter? Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, and I suppose the sister's name? Uh, Dee Dee, I think. That's right, yeah. Pure crack, hey. Just great cartoons. Great cartoons. Yeah, there was another one called Recess. Oh, lad. Recess was one of my favourite things to watch. I'd watch that right now. Yeah, so would I. Do you reckon we get that on the fucking dinosaur of a telly there? Oh, probably not, hey. I'd say you have to wind that thing up to get that done, eh? <laughs> oh lad well anyway we're getting towards the end of this podcast here I suppose we should probably um, give our little message and um, call it a day because this has been just something we've rambled on as we went we didn't really put any thought into it so yeah so lads thanks very much for listening to the podcast today um, I just want to say if you know anyone that would be interested in listening to our podcast please feel free let them know let them know because Listening to the podcast essentially supports our journey because the podcast people that we work with, uh, Acast, have decided that our podcast is so good, they want to start giving us money. So the more people that listen to it, the more money we get, and therefore the more time we can put into it and the more effort we can put into it. So it, it can get really, really good. I I don't know. Is it good now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen to it. But um, yeah, so thanks very much, guys. And remember, you know, it's okay if you're feeling sad. It's okay if you're feeling low. 
all you have to do is remember to talk about stuff. That's it. Like, and, and like I said before, there is a reason you're here. And this is my reason for being here. Not just doing a podcast, but doing everything else. Like entertaining people, keeping people going. Um, people are reaching out to me all the time telling me that my videos are saving their lives. You know, the messages I'm getting on Instagram and stuff are reading words like, you are God's angel on earth and, you know, you help so many people when you don't even realise. And I had no idea that I was doing that and that I had that ability to do it and that that was my purpose in life. This is clearly what I'm supposed to do. And I found that and I'm glad I'm still here to do it. I really am. And you never know what's coming for you guys. And if you're in that dark patch and that dark space and those dark thoughts and wondered what if I wasn't here, would it be better? Would the world be better? Would I just be at peace with my own mind? You never know what's coming your way and get rid of those dark thoughts and take that dark blanket off you and see the light. See what's shining down on you because once you remove all that stuff, good stuff is allowed to come in then. The bad stuff's stopping it from coming towards you and that's just the way I look at it. That's the way I think about it. That's true though. I think of it like that too. I like to look at it like a curtain and like you can't see the sun outside with the curtain. So you have to pull the curtain back to be able to see outside. The curtain is your dark thoughts. The curtain is what's keeping you in that depressive state. So it's only when you pull that away and let other people know what's going on that you can let all that real nice and good stuff in life back in. Because lads, we all deserve to live. We all deserve to be there for our families. It's tough. Life's hard. It is. It's hard for the, the biggest of people in the world. The biggest of celebrities. They struggle too, guys. And, you know, it, it, it's a tough go of life, but we all just really need to look after each other and remember that we're not alone and our, our families and stuff would, would much prefer if we were here as opposed to leaving. Like, some people message us and say, my, my family don't care about me. My family wouldn't care if I died. Uh, they would. They would. They just don't know that you think that. They think you're alright. They think you're the same eager, you know. They don't realise that you're suffering as bad as you are. And if they did know, promise you, they'd help you. I know that. Anyway, are you going to make tea? Uh, you forgot the tea bags, didn't you? Yeah. You already need you. Fucking hell, I knew I forgot something driving up here. Ah, oh, sorry, I'll drive home and have tea. Fuck's sake. Right, lads, I'll see you later on. I have to cycle all the way home now. Sorry, lad. No, sorry. No bother at all. See you later on, lads. Thanks. Good luck, lads. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.